Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Let's Boogie one-on-one show right here on the Fever 101.5 WPVT for another exciting episode of the Let's Boogie one-on-one show. On a Saturday morning, we're back again, gentlemen. We are back again, and we're going to have a nice show tonight. We're going to have a show. Like, you know, I guess the show is going to be like, like it's supposed to be. A show within itself. Every show is different, and this show will be no different than than greatness, like it always is. And with that being said, I'm going to introduce my co-host, Tattletale. What's going on, brother? How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm feeling good, but brother. I'm feeling good. You know what I say? I'm doing fair, but I'm working on better. All right. And better's going to come. Something to look forward to going to come. Just hand me a bowl of Cheerios. Took me a nice shave this morning. <laughs> Put the shave all over my face and my head. Feeling good. Y'all see me shining. <laughs> I see you got your West Coast going on, man. What's, what's Rolling going down the street. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely crazy, man. But it was good to see you a good spirit. Yeah, man. We, we, oh, yeah. Thank you, man. Yo, man, seeing y'all, man, makes me feel good, man. This this gives me something to look forward to every Saturday morning. You know, it keeps me going in my situation. It really does. Okay. Well, that's a good thing, man. That's a good thing. You know, momentarily, our other co-host, Consuelo, Patricia Pope, is going to join us. She'll be in, and she's going to jump in shortly. And uh, she's putting it all together. When she jumps in, you know how she does. She does her thing. She's our resident lady of, of the team. And uh, we want her to come on in, and we miss her. She wasn't with us last week. And uh, our prayers are still with her and her family. And, uh, you know, that goes out without question. But I want to introduce to you, too, uh, the wizard behind the scenes, Mr. Ray Caviano. What's going on, Ray? I'm here. The wizard is here. It's weekend. It's the weekend time, Saturday morning. But the thing is that it's now, I think this is the first edition of us officially doing the fall version of the Let's Boogie one-on-one show. Am I correct that's on right. that? That's that's correct. Right. That's right. All right. The so the wizard, wizard is, is on point. We're ready to do another show. We have a very special edition tonight with two family members. And when I say that they are performers that have worked with Fresh Entertainment, uh, in you know, in concert, no pun intended for the big concert, the reunion coming up. Uh, that's the 29th of October, right at Co-op City, Liza Droop. That's right. Tickets are on sale. We have two guests tonight that are, uh, if I'm not mistaken, are, are going to be on the show. Perhaps you'll give the formal introduction. I don't want to take away the thunder, but uh, it should make it an exciting show. It's a a little premiere of what's to come for the biggest event of the year coming up October 29th. If you are listening to this and you hear the sound of our voices, if you don't wait, get those tickets now because this is definitely going to be a sellout show. No question about it. I agree. I agree, man. We're very excited about this show coming up. Um, it's also a birthday party for me. It's a birthday party. Oh, birthday. right. Well, man. Exactly. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, woo, time is flying, but you know what? It's a blessing. It is truly a blessing, man be coming up on the number. I'm not going to tell you what the number is. It's like 39 or something like that. I don't, I'm not going to tell you what it is. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's all good, man. Another year is always a blessing, man. And, you know, people come, people go, man. But you know what? At the end of the day, at the end of the day, to see another year is truly, truly a blessing, man. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Grateful for everything that I have and everything that is coming and everything that uh that we're working on. You know, we're doing some things out here and we and we hope that we're we're bringing joy to people through fresh entertainment and, 
and all the other entities that we're involved in. That's why we involve ourselves with servicing people, making people smile and put and, and feel good. You know what I'm saying? Tattletale, making people feel good. That's why you do what you do. That's why we do exactly. what we do. And our two guests, man, that's why they do what they do. When you see someone smile and say, hey, man, you did a great job. You made me feel good. You took me away from something that I had on my mind. And, you know, everything now is, is a little better because of what you did for me. And that's and that's the great part of being involved in the entertainment business. Do you agree? I agree wholeheartedly. That's right. I, I've had so many people tell me that over the years. They, they say, you know what? I was feeling so bad, but I came to the show. You had me laughing like a fool up here. And I tell them, I say, you know, that, that makes me feel really good inside that I made you feel good, especially because every, everybody's always going through something. Nobody's yeah. exempt. We all are going through something on a daily basis. It's right. not what you go through. It's how you handle it. True indeed. True indeed, man. And that's that's without question. You know, nobody's, uh, you know, you can't you can't really tell what somebody's going through until you walk in their shoes. You know, and a lot of times you have no idea or what people are actually going through out there. There's a lot going on in the world. We've all been through a lot. Look at the last two and a half, three years. It's been, it's been crazy. It's been unprecedented. You know, things that we never thought would ever happen. It was like the end of the world or something, man. I was just talking, you know, earlier to some people, man, and I said, you know what? It's unbelievable what we all went through. You know, for those of us that survived it up until this point, and we lost a lot of people. We lost a lot of people, and that's unfortunate. You know, this is why we, we can't take anything for granted. And for those that we lost, those family members and friends and people that lost their family members and friends, we have to be stronger. We got to keep pushing on, man. We got to live, you know, live, live life, you know, to the fullest each and every day. That's right. Each and every That's day, right. brother. Each and every day, man. You know, That's right. no complaints. Stop complaining about what you don't have. Think about what you do have. You know, think mm -hmm. about what you've been through and what, and what you've been brought through instead of just always complaining about, oh, this, that, and the third, my neck hurts, my leg hurts. I don't have this. I don't have that. You know, my thing is this, man. One of, one of the main things with me is having a place to lay my head. More important to me than anything else in existence in this world besides, That's you know, right. of course, family and God and what have you. But laying down and being able to say, hey, man, I'm safe. I got a place yeah. I can lay my head. That's so important. You know, these material things, they're really not that important. Yeah, I love them. I love to have nice things. But at the end of the day, man, if you don't have your health, if you don't have a place to live, you don't have your family, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. So I'm, I'm like one of those super happy guys, and I'm going to continue to keep it moving. Continue to keep it moving. Oh, here we go. I want to introduce... Our co-host, she's here. She made it. Hello, sunshine. Hello, people of positive energy. I'm so glad to be in the house. Oh my God! Oh my God! She's here. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. the wizard says, "Produce." Oh, did you see me doing that? I know the audience can't see me doing the diva wave as I am fashionably late, walking in here, sashaying in my zebra print. Rawr. It's all good. It's all good. Good to see you. I'm glad you're here. This is Consuelo, Patricia Pope. She's back. I said she'd be here and she is here with us. What's Bam. going on? What's going on with you? All good. Happy Saturday to everybody. Um, I'm giving you an update in regards to my uh, weight journey. Uh, I gained the weight back, the little three pounds that I lost, I gained back. But I'm not worried about it because, you know, I, I told you guys earlier, 
my season is about to come up. It is about to be juicy girl season and I'm <laughs> going to be here in all effects. So it is all good for all the, the girls that are thicker than the snicker. Uh-huh. Heavy than the Chevy. Hey, hey. <laughs> I like that. We here. <laughs> we outside, right? We outside. We outside. outside. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, that's good. That's good. You know, we were just talking about how it's so important to be able to have a place to lay your head and My call God. home. If nothing else, you know, being homeless is not cool. It's not a cool thing for anybody. And I hate to see people that really don't have a place to lay to, to lay their heads and be safe. You know, I work hard simply because I never, ever want to be in that position. You know, I remember years ago when they were evicting people, they put your stuff on the sidewalk, you know, and, and you would just have to deal with it. You know, I, you I lived down south for a while and I would see people, we called it the dots. They would put their stuff on the on, on the dots. Wow. Uh, and people would uh, go through your stuff like it was Home Shopping Network. Mm. <laughs> and they would shop for your stuff, whatever it be. So I've seen that. I am so grateful that I do have a place to stay, to lay, to be, to exist, to thrive. Um, I don't know what that feeling is, but I do empathize with anyone that's in transition with that movement of trying to figure out where to lay your head. And then, you know, the homeless population is really mostly young men and, and children. Mm, yes, indeed. This is true. This is true. And, and, and I don't know if you've been walking on the streets of, you know, anywhere. Uh, I, I live in Harlem and on the east side of Harlem, 125th Street, once you pass the Metro North Station, there's a lot of people sleeping out on the street. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. I've witnessed that. Absolutely. A lot. Absolutely. And I remember when Pathmark was there, there was always be some action going on over there. But I think it's just more so. And I never want to come to the point where I'm numb to it. You know, you never want to be so numb. It's an epidemic everywhere. They're talking about it. It's in California. These people are, are, are taking over. But see, this is the thing. Those are not these people. Th these are our people. Mm. These, this is, this is, this, therefore, I go to grace of God. It could be any one of us. Um, there are a lot of people that are educated. <laughs> Disclaimer, there are a lot of people that are educated that are out there on those streets. So never think that, oh, what happened to them? Most people are one paycheck away from existing. Yeah, that's and that's, you know, that's true reality. And it's unfortunate, but that's true. That's true. It's it's not, you know, being a being an adult is a very, very serious, serious job. You know, I remember being young and, you know, and we all was young and we didn't realize what it is to be an adult. Mm -hmm. and our parents, especially those that made it happen each and every day and each and every month and each and every year. And we had no idea what they had to go through to give us the things that we that we had. And for those that did have more than than others, you know, that's that's a true blessing. But those that had what they needed. That's a serious blessing as well, because at the end of the day, I know it wasn't easy because yeah. as an adult, you realize you have to make choices, financial choices. You have to you have to sit back and say, well, what's really important? You have to think of others instead of thinking of yourself, especially when you have children and you have family, and you have a wife and a, and a husband and, and, and people depending on you, you know, to make things happen. It's 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 not easy. 
you know, and uh, when we run around in high school and junior high school and elementary school, we're carefree. We just want, you know, we just want to think like Puff the Wizard is going to make it appear. And for those those <laughs> parents that made it happen, oh, you know, oh, they don't want to talk about the wizard. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah, be careful now. Don't use that word, the wizard, in the pejorative sense. I am so grateful grateful that I grew up in the community, the neighborhood that I that I am, because um, I didn't know what poor was. That wasn't a skill. That wasn't a mindset. And I'm grateful that there was always food on the table. Um, It may not have been everything that I want. Um, because, you know, kids want what they want and whatnot, but we always had a vegetable. We always had a starch. We always had a little piece of meat or something. And I'm grateful for that. And as I come in my, um, to my own, I thank God for what I have. And I think that attitude of gratitude really, really is, is important. Um, there are many places where one can donate and, and give clothes, you know, Salvation Army, your local church, uh, the that Bowery downtown where they do uh, mission work. Um, and there's a big thing that goes every Thanksgiving. But homelessness doesn't just exist on Thanksgiving and, Chris, uh, and Christmas. Yeah, homelessness yeah. exists 365 days of the year. Every day. That's so right. I'm glad you had this conversation coming up. Uh, I would... Um, just charge our our radio listeners to do what they can you know purge and if you can give something away we have some people in our neighborhood that we know are a little bit you know um they're outside for real and we know who they are if you have an extra coat give it to them don't worry about what's going to happen to it just just give it to them and you'd be surprised they'll wear it all winter until Next, and just you know, give if you can give. Share. Yeah, you, know what, you know what? You know what? It's funny you said that because what happens is a lot of times you see people they're asking for money, and oh, why is he begging? You know, if you're going to give somebody something, don't worry about what they do with it because if you're giving, you're giving for the reason of giving. What they do with it at the end of the day is not really of a concern to you because if you're going to give something, you're giving it for from your heart. You're mm-hmm. giving it because you, you feel that's what you want to do. Do that. Don't worry about, oh, he's going to go get some wine or he's going to go get some crack or he's going to go get some liquor. At the end of the day, you, you're giving it because you're hoping that you're helping in some form or fashion. And you never know what they might be doing with that because they might be saying, hey, man, you know, this could get me something to eat. This could get me, you know, uh, uh, a pair of socks on my feet, anything, whatever it might be. And you have to look at that and say, I'm giving because I want to give, not because I'm going to dictate to them what they're going to do with the money. Because if that's the case, you're Don't not give. in control of that. Don't give. Don't give. You yeah. Know? And it's, it's really that simple. It's really, really that simple. So at the end of the day, it's all about giving. So this is what we're going to do right now. We're going to segue now. We have our two guests here, our two guests. And we're talking about giving. Music and entertainment is giving. It's making people, and we started this conversation, Tattletail. We're talking about giving and making people feel good, taking people away from their everyday doldrums and making them feel something and feel and feel good at the end of the day because of what? People performing, singing the songs you like, making you feel happy and joyful. Yep. And um, we're going to segue right into that. 
But before we do that, we're going to take a commercial break and come right back. Stand right. by. This is the Let's Boogie one-on-one show right here on The Fever, one-on-one five. We'll be right back. Wait a minute, just one moment. Okay. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're back with the Let's Boogie one-on-one show right here on The Fever, Fever one-on-one five. And our guest is in the house. Come on, Ray Caviano, introduce him. Yeah, we have a very, 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 very special guest tonight, part of the Fresh Entertainment family, as well as uh, an artist with RFC Fresh Records. It's none other than Cynthia, I was going to say her real name, Malika Mo, and the, with the Band of Soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it up. Give it up, y'all. Give it up. Give it up. Hey. Family's in the building. Welcome, Family's welcome, in the welcome. building. Yeah. Family's in the building. Hey, guys. How y'all doing this morning? <laughs> oh, this good. Morning. Good. There you Saturday go. She's on point. Whether changing, getting ready for the big show, uh, Malika? Yes, I'm ready for that big show tomorrow. We're going to do it up. It's going to be good. It's going to be. Where is that when you say tomorrow? Where's that? Oh, it's actually in Harlem on 17th Street at the Comedy Club. Oh, yes, right. Oh, that's right. That's right. Right, I like exactly. that. She's she's smart. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> she's all right. boy. Is this the first one or the second one of you performing? Um, well, we did a little preview. Uh, just so they can uh, see what we do. And right. of course, they ask us to come back and we will be there every first Sunday. And we're looking oh. forward to really building this up. You right, know, right. the celebrities to come out and um, help some of the local singers and musicians just get to a different uh, platform. Yeah. Okay, this is in Harlem, right? In East Harlem, right? Yes. Okay, on what street is that, do you know? 117th Street. Okay. Opposite uh, one of those restaurants. Applebee's, Applebee's right. yeah. Okay, so there you and go. I believe Costco's is over there. It's, a, it's like a right. shopping area over there. Oh, I okay. I believe okay. the correct address is 511 East 117th Street, and it's Comedy in Harlem venue. Right. And this is okay. Malika Mo the Band of Soul hosting the open mic. This will be the best open mic in New York City, yes. period, hands down. So yes. come out wow. is from three to six, three to six, and it starts tomorrow, tomorrow, October second. Yes. So y'all come on out, all of you wouldn't be singers, all of you great singers, all you think that you can sing, <laughs> or if you just want to have a good time, just come on out. This is a friendly, fun, fun-filled atmosphere, and we want you to come on out. Malika Mona Band of Soul will be hosting that. Go ahead, Malika. Yeah, we also not just uh, introducing singers, but musicians. Poets, comedians, rappers, we, we just going to help everybody. We helping everybody. Now, see, we were just talking about helping people. Yeah. And you know what? I, you embody that as far as I'm concerned, because you're a giving person. You are um, you help a lot of people. And sometimes it, it's it's you're not getting. Uh, how can I put it? You have put yourself last a lot of times to make sure that others are OK. Yeah. And that's and that's great. And that's why you're going to always be OK. And that's what that's what we love about you. You make sure your musicians are paid. You make sure that other people are having a good time. So you're going to always be OK. So that's that's a good thing. That's a very, very good, strong quality. And that's what we love about you, girlfriend. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. So listen, what else is going on? Because you've got you know, you've got explain who the band of soul is, what you do. You got a, you got Malika Mo. 
and the band of soul. Can you explain that in your in your explanation? What is that all about? What does that mean? Who are you and what is it all about? Okay, so let me just say that Malika Mo and the Band of Soul is a group of people that love music, love to bring lyrics and music that can help heal people. That's what we sing for. We don't sing for music, for money, rather. We sing to help heal people. So the Band of Soul are a group of people <laughs> that I love, that is my family. They do do their own thing as well. But when we come together, we bring the spirit, the emotions, we bring the love, we bring everything. We, we let it all, even if it's only one person in that audience, we're going to give them everything that we got. All right. Yeah. All right, so all right. it's, it's a good, it's a good entity. And it's a few, it's a few people. It's a few uh, people. What's we, their names? Give us their names. Give us right, the bad so we had We have Miss Kim Love. Uh-oh. Who, is my my cousin who we've been singing since we was tots <laughs> so she's <laughs> always with me we got miss patricia consuela patricia pope who oh, is hold the on. host the, the co-host she, she's yes. there <laughs> oh she didn't tell us that oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. yes but oh. she is also <laughs> she is also a singer a comedian your announcer your financial person, she does it all. So, you know, we got to have everything involved. Kim is, Kim is my security. Okay, okay. <laughs> and we okay. have Jazzy Mac, my other cousin. You know, he he sings with us as well in the background. He does, you know, lead as well. Mm -hmm. We have we have Thomas Gooding, who is Cuba Gooding Jr.'s oldest brother. He's oh, okay. the player. Then okay. we have Debbie Napper. Who is an Napa. amazing, an amazing guitar player? Yes, a woman. Uh oh. <laughs> and um, she Sorry, actually man. is the one that uh, introduced me to most of these musicians. Really? So she's yeah. She's very, very in tune with everyone. And 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 one thing I can say about that woman before I move on is that anything that she got going on, she will call me and say, "What you doing? Can you come out?" Can you do the open mic? She don't care what it is. She's very given, very given woman. Uh, we also have um, Howie Robbins, who is the keyboard player. We have Jamal Peebles, who is also a keyboard player. We have Greg Norwood, who is my drummer. We also use a few other drummers like Larry um, Peebles, who is Jamal's brother. Mm -hmm. So we use him. I have uh, Mark Narcisse, who is my horn player who is an amazing horn player. I don't need no more horn players but him. That's mm. it. That's all I need. He's mm -hmm. And I have a, a wonderful manager who is named Les Boogie Jones. Oh. Is that you? Oh, wow. I, I think I know that guy. Is that you? I know him. I know that guy, man. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we family up in here. Yes, we indeed. all do yes, our indeed. own thing, but when we come together... We come together and we give our all and we treat each other amazing. Right. There is nothing. I mean, there's been many times that we go home and don't have, we didn't get paid for the show, but the people enjoyed it. it they mm -hmm. took something from it. Some of them are crying. Some of them are happy. Just as long as it fulfills someone's heart. This is my job to do that. God has given me. And there you go. That's what I do. There you go. Anybody got a question for, for, for the queen of fresh entertainment? Anybody? 
Well, I actually do have a statement because usually I am the one making the announcements for Malika Mo and the Band of Souls. She is what I can, what encompass as a little piece of leather, well put together. She's all that and then some. She is my friend. She is vocally amazing, awesome. But more than just that, she's a friend. And I'm so glad that I met her musically. And she's not telling everything about her. Not only does she sing, but she sang, y'all. Y'all Black folks know what I'm talking about when I say sang. She sings. <laughs> but when I tell you she leaves it all out there, I, I do back up for her as well. And there have been many times, uh, Malika, I tell you this to your face and I say it behind your back. Sometimes I have to stop and I'm like, my God, this angel is really singing. Now, I'm six feet tall and she's like four foot three on a hill. So that makes sure like five two. When I say this little thing can tear up a mic, she tears up a mic, but she's also very gracious and sharing with that energy. And that's why I love her. Um, she really has, uh, her voice is one thing, but her spirit is another thing. And the two of those things together that's what makes her awesome. It's not just the voice. It's not just, you know, that she's a giving person. It's just that she embodies them both together at the same time, which makes her beautiful. So not only is she's my friend, you know, I call her my niece. She's my friend. She's my niece. She's my confidant. She's my, my road dog. Uh, uh, and she's all that. And when I'm saying all that, she's all that. No, nobody, I don't, I don't play about that one right there. Don't nobody say nothing bad about her. So you're right. Tattletale, listen, brother, you had the opportunity to uh, MC one of the latest yes. shows that she was on. Yes. What was your impression? Tell, tell yes. us a little bit. Um, how was that experience? Matter of fact, matter of fact I, I believe I did two shows with, uh, with Malika yes. Mo. Right, uh, right. Yeah. Um, I think the first one was in Connecticut, if I'm not mistaken. Right. And uh, when you know when I when 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 I heard her sing and the energy from the band and I'm like wow you know um, when I introduced her after you know I knew what to expect the second time when I worked with her uh, last April you know I was very enthusiastic because I wanted the crowd to feel what I had felt previously in Connecticut mm -hmm. and when I was when I was saying who she sound like and the music that she's going to be putting out there. The, the one's like, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> so, you know, uh, Malik, I always say you're like, you're like Shaka Khan, Betty Wright, Stephanie Mills, uh, and a couple others all rolled up in one. I mean, uh, you, you bring it, you bring it. Uh, when you, when you hit that stage, people, have actually gotten more than I anticipated. Because I can mm. I can hear from the applause from the applause and the appreciation from the crowd. They were like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> you best don't, don't start crying on me now. Don't get soft no, on me. Now. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. That's a good thing, man. Ray Caviano, the wizard, man. Come on. Miss uh Malika Mose. Give us your Malika thoughts. Malika Mo and the band of soul. I've seen I saw a video of uh, the concert you did in April at the uh, theater there. Unbelievable performance. That was just incredible. 
interesting. That video is all over Facebook, getting a tremendous reaction. What do you see as uh, your future? What is the vision that Malika Mo and the Band of Soul has? How would you articulate that narrative in terms of moving forward? Well, basically what I really want for my life is, you know, music is my life. Right. And, uh, I would like to do that <laughs> every single day. Um, at this point, um, it's not even about being uh, a star or or being on these big shows and doing anything. I just want to be able to just go all over the place and fill the people with the spirit that I have and the, the, the message that I have from God to give to them and just let them just feel this, you know, because music, it just heals people. Oh, okay. And it doesn't okay. just have to be gospel or R&B or just music. If it's good music and it's the lyrics are lyrics that can move you, that can help you, that can heal you, that can make you understand what you've done wrong, what you've done right. You know, that's what that's it's just a message that I want to I want to give. And if okay. I can just travel to continue to do that, that would be my blessing. I see. Yeah. Of, of all the songs that you do in your live show, uh, I'm curious because you do some cover versions and what have you, the different songs. You have a wide repertoire of music that you utilize in your live show. I'm curious as to what, what particular songs do you like performing the best? Well, I would say neither one of us. And the reason why I say really? that. Really? Wow. Okay. The reason why I would say that is because since I was like seven years old, Thank you, mommy, for keep pushing that, that mic in my hand, that brush in my hand. But that was the first song that I've learned to sing and knew that I was able to sing it. And because so many people leave us and it always gave me a feeling of just letting them know that I don't want them to leave, but I know they have to leave. And, and none of us want to part, whether it's being in love, whether it's losing somebody, whether it's going off to school, whether, you know, anything. That song just, it makes me think of everything in my life. Right. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. All right, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Like, I always ask this question to everyone that comes on. Give me the biggest highlight thus far in your career. What really made you say, wow? What was that wow factor for you? You know what I'm going to say? Even after all of these years of singing in front of people and hearing what they have to say, and you know I'm modest, so, you know, I never get a swell head about anything. But I am going to say that the show that we did in Connecticut was, like, really that, okay, I can really do this, mm. right? I've, hey. We always sing in, you know, little clubs. We always do open mics. We, we sing, you know, other arenas. But that stage at that moment, really, uh, just for me, it opened up my eyes to say that this is something I've been waiting to do for many years, and it happened. Wow. So no matter what I do, I will always go back to that moment. Yeah, that was that Midnight Star, Earth, Wind & Fire type show, yeah. man. You put it down. It you did that Shaka Khan thing out there. Y'all was dressed yeah. to the nines. And I walked the stage, because let's yeah. always like... You work that stage. Work it. This is about you. You know, see here, here again, here again, the personality of, of, of letting everyone shine yeah. is, 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 is what you do. But at some time, you know, your name is Malika Mo, and there's times when you have to let them know who you are. And, right. and, you know, 
not taking away from the people that's with you because they're with you. Y'all are together. This is family. Yeah. But they need to know who that person is when they say, well, who's Malika Mo? You have to step out and let them know who you are. Right. It's that simple. Now, you also said something about, um, and uh, we got Mr. Ivy Bell waiting, so I'm going to get to him too because this is questions I ask everyone. But you also said something about your favorite song, but you know what our favorite song is. You know what people want to hear from you all the time. And I know you'd be like, oh, I don't want to sing that song. Again. I don't want to sing that song again. But you do a, a, a version, and Ray, you can you can attest to this, and I'm quite sure Tattletail and Caswell as well. That tonight is the night. That yeah. Betty Wright cover is just like, you know, you may not want to accept it, but that is your signature song, uh, my my dear. And I'm telling you, you right from the beginning, yes. Yeah, you do a thing to that song. So this is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do, and then I'm gonna bring Mr. Bell on. Right? I want y'all to listen to this. Tell me if you hear. Just give me a thumbs up if you hear the song. Let's go. Hold on. Hey everybody, this is Malika Moe, and I thank you all for coming out this evening. Now, the song that I want to sing to you is one of my all-time favorite songs, and it's called Tonight is the Night by Betty Wright. You see, this is a story of a young girl making love for the very first time. Now I want you to do this for me if you will. Everybody think back to your very first time. You make me a woman You said you'll be gentle with me And I, I hope you will mm, I'm nervous and I'm trembling I'm waiting for you to walk in Trying hard to relax But I, I just I can hear your cards all slamming I wanna play big girl and put on a sexy smile But I know so little about what love is I just can't help acting like a child You're knocking on my door and you're ringing my bell Hope you're not impatient after waiting so very long Oh, here I put your hopes with my silly hang-ups And we're both old enough to know right from wrong Tonight is the night that you, you make me a woman You said you'll be gentle with me and I, I hope I'm waiting for you to walk in, trying hard to relax, but I 
That's it. That's what it is. Now, listen, real quick. Got to bring Ivory out because he's been waiting patiently, and I appreciate that. Your next show, you have some shows coming up. Can you tell us when and where? So, again, like I said, tomorrow we will be at the Harlem Comedy from 3 to 6. Okay. And then we will the 29th, we will be in Co-op City. Ah. With a law, we will we going to do it up. We going to do Ivory it up Bell on the 29th. Will be there with you too. Mr. Ivory Bell is going and to be Mr. there. And Mr. Ivory yeah. Bell is there? You didn't tell me that. Uh-huh. 
Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. Yeah, that's right. So, yo, thank you, Malika. Hang out. Hang out. Because we're going to bring we're going to bring this brother in right now. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to bring a brother on right now. He is a consummate performer. He's my friend. He's a gentleman that I can call at any time, has bailed me out on many occasions, has never told me no. He is one of the best in the business. He stays busy. I watch his grind. I love the way he gets down. He's constantly working. Ladies and gentlemen, let me bring to the Les Boogie one-on-one show, Mr. Ivory Bell. What's up, brother? Hola. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Ivory Bell is in the building, y'all. Wow, Ivory, listen, man, like I just said, I appreciate you, brother. Anytime I call, if you don't have a conflict, you have never said no. And trust me when I tell you, that goes a long way with me because real people do real things, man. And I love your grind, your hustle. I love the way you you keep moving and you constantly work. This brother's, this brother's working. This brother is working. So for independent artists out here, if you don't know how to do it, you better open up that book and read about Ivory Bell. He'll tell you how it goes. All right? What's up, bro? How you feeling, man? Uh, I'm feeling blessed and highly favored. And, um, you know, it, it is a blessing to be able to have a steady grind in this thing that we call music. Because, um, you know, it just frankly doesn't happen for everybody. So, you know, it's like anything else. You get out of something what you put into it. There you go. And, um, you know, so it, it's more to it than just being talented. You know, the one of the most common things you'll see in this world is unsuccessful, talented people. Mm. You know, it's, it's not hard to find talent, but True. it is a little more difficult to find successful talent because there's a lot that goes into it. And it's, it's not just... Um, having the ability to sing or to act or to write or to dance, but it's also, you know, what's on the back end of it, the business side of it, you know, how to manage your business life, how to avoid some of the pitfalls, how to network, how to manage your relationships and, you know, things like that. That's fantastic. First of all, let me, let me do this. Tattletale, let me introduce you to Mr. Ivory Bell. This is the comedian Tattletale. This is Mr. Ivory Bell. What's up, my That's brother? How you feeling? Blessed and highly favored, hey, Tattletale. So, uh, so listen, since, since, your name, since your name is Tattletale, go ahead and tell on somebody. No, 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 no. It ain't like that. It ain't like that. Come it ain't on, like, man. Tell it me something. Like tell me something. Give me something. I'm going to, okay, okay. Um, since yeah. you brought that up, I'm going I'm to tell you how I got that name. Right. Okay. I'll tell you I got the name. I All you know, right. I've been snapping on people my whole life. All right. Yeah. And so like when bullies and stuff would come by, you know, I knew I couldn't beat these bullies, so I'll start snapping on them. So when okay. I when I was very young, and so cats would say, when I would start to say, go on, tattletale, tell on them, tell on them. And I'll just rip them up from head to toe. So okay. you know, the name, the name, the name stuck. So um when I started doing comedy. Uh, whenever I had a show in my old neighborhood, everybody would, would know me by my nickname. And they said, oh man, Tattletale, you still mad funny. Even Tina Graham from uh, Def Jam, she see me, same thing. Tattletale, you are still funny, you know? So, you know, yeah. that's what it is. Like, you can still sing, you know? You know, so. 
There you go. And then Guilty let me introduce you. Uh, yeah. Ivy, let me introduce you to Consuelo Patricia Pope. Consuelo, this is Mr. Ivory Bell. Hello. How are you, handsome? Hi. Hey, queen. How are you? I'm doing good. I ain't got my eyelashes on. I'm trying to flirt with you a little bit. <laughs> that's, that's all right. Go and, go and bat them anywhere. You don't need all that. You don't need no help. <laughs> no. There you go. And then, uh, and then, of course, our brother, uh, Ray Caviano. We call him the wizard, uh, Ivory. Ray? Ivory's in the building. How you doing, Ivory Bell? Hey, Ray. It's good to hear your what, voice again. Yeah, what's the latest and the greatest, brother? You staying out of trouble? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I'm just kidding. There's no trouble here. The okay, world is well, full of trouble, but there's peace and harmony in my house. I that's, that's right. Okay. No shame in your singing game, man. That's good. No, that's none, good. none whatsoever. All right. The man does uh, classic R&B to gospel, so, you know, he covers a wide scope of music, right? There you I go. There you that go. is true. That is there, true. There you go. Then you got um, Malika Mo. You got Malika Mo. Ivory Bell. You know, both Malika. of you did a... Uh, yeah. She's here. My sister. My sister. My sister in song. Hey, Malika, what's going on? How are you? It's been a long time, but I'm happy to know that you're going to be with us on the 29th. That's amazing. The that's amazing. Right. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, you're I like I like that rendition of uh tonight is the night. I was just listening to it. Very nice. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Now, Ivy, listen, let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. Give me um I know a little bit about your story, man, but I want you to take us, take us way back, man. Take us way back to the to the invention of Ivory Bell, the entertainer, man. Where did this start? Where did it come from? What is it all about? How did you get started in this business, man? Well, I can't go back for so far since I'm only 25 years old. Oh, right. But, uh, <laughs> well, do, do a little tattletale right. and tell us what's going on. That's that new math. That's that new math. Yeah, it's a new calculator, though. No. <laughs> um, no, I've been in this game a very long time. I started at the tender young age of eight. And um, I was romanced into the music business because my mom, she used to take me when I was six and seven years old to these stage shows. And um, I grew up going to see Jackie Wilson and Wilson wow. Pickett and James Brown and Joe Tex and Tommy Hunt and people like that. And I was just drinking it in. And I'm just this little kid and I'm just watching these performers go up there and kill it. And they were just having so much fun and they were getting so much love and the people were just loving them and, and the girls were loving them. <laughs> and, and you know what? And I just thought, you know, like, I got to learn how to do that. So, you know, I would go home and I would get in the mirror, you know, with my hairbrush and practice spinning around and doing the split and singing to the records and doing all of that thing. And, um, you know, I just fell in love with it. I kept doing it. And one day, my mom and my sister, they saw me in the kitchen just, you know, cutting up. And they said, you know what? He really can sing. Mm. And they um, they got me booked on the uh, Apollo Amateur Night. And I was fortunate enough to win it. Oh, OK. You know, okay. and I scared the, the crap out of everybody because they have a thing when you first come in. You know, they, they let you get with the band and you do a quick rehearsal for, you know, like 15 minute rehearsal or whatever the thing is. Right. And I just clammed up and, you know, mm. I was to sing and I wouldn't I just put my head down. And I wouldn't open my mouth, wow. you know, 
And it was something about being right, people right in front of me that made me shut down. But when I hit the stage and it was a sea of people and they were back away from me, lights, camera, action, and I just let it fly. Wow. Okay. And they loved it. So winning the Apollo was the first message to me that, you know, I could really do this and, and enjoy it. So um, that, that was it. You know, I started singing in talent shows and uh, dances and any place that people would hire me to sing. And we actually, I mean, I grew up in Brooklyn, East New York. And I, in that same neighborhood was another friend of yours, Lilo Thomas. Lilo, um, we had him last week, yeah. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. And we were all right there singing in talent shows against each other and uh, also Joe Branch that sings lead for, for one of the Delphonics groups now. Right. We were all right there singing, singing together in these groups and talent shows and all that thing. And one of the first people from the hood to actually make it in the business was Joe's cousin, Morris, Morris, Morris Branch. I don't remember his last name is Branch, but he made it with brass construction. Ah. Got to deal with brass construction. And um, then me with Moment of Truth at 19, I signed my first record deal. Okay. And, um, you know, life changed. You know, 19 year old kid, you sign your first record deal. You don't know diddly squat about the business, Mm. but you're happy because your face is on the album cover. (laughs) <laughs> you on the radio. <laughs> sure so, I mean, that was, you know, Mobile the Truth had a great run. I signed with South Soul Records and, um, you know, we toured, made a little money. It was more money than I had ever seen. Mm-hmm. And um, did a movie, soundtrack, some other really nice things. And um, parted it all away. Mm. Part, you know, <laughs> fast forward eight, eight years later, you know, where did it all go? I was broke again right right and um you know i had to start over you know i had to uh go back to school i well i had to do first thing i had to do that i never thought i would ever see the day what i had to do it was go get a serious job and um went back to school you know and and i got my degree and and what have you and uh you know i got into the business world I started, you know, come up again, but I was coming up in the business world. And then I I started to, the thing is, you know, music is in your heart. So you're always going to gravitate back to it, you know? And I was a little disenchanted with the business because of all of the dirt. And, you know, when I learned, you know, how much, how we were ripped off, you know, as young kids with, you know, uh, yeah. with moment of truth. And, you know, though we made some money when I learned the money that we should have made, but did not, right. um, I was really disenchanted with the business. So I actually stopped and, um, you know, through a series of events, I came to know the Lord and, okay. um, I started to sing, I started to use my gift to sing gospel. Gotcha. Okay. And that was huge. Um, it was a real high point. The first time I sang in the church and you saw how people would be moved, you know, it also moved something in me and it was a connection inside of me. And I started to, to write um, gospel songs and things. And, you know, over a period of a few years, I put a gospel record out and, um, 
you know, it did very well, especially in the Southern States. I actually, just before doing that, I, I met uh, Hezekiah Walker. Okay. Um, he was putting together singers for a radio station choir and then to go on and, and do some shows and the whole thing. And he heard me sing and he's like, yeah, so, you know, I joined them and uh, sang with him for a bit. And I was also fortunate to uh, fortunate enough to get him to allow his choir to do a guest song on my record, on my gospel oh, record. Nice, nice. Yeah. So I had him, yeah. I had the Bronx uh, Mass Choir on there. Um, um, I can't remember his name now. Roy something that, that headed that choir. They did some real nice work on my record. Um, and then out of the blue, here comes Blue Magic. Uh -oh. you know, one day I get a phone call and... Um, it was based, it was from, actually, it was from Daryl Payne. You know who Daryl Payne is? I know Daryl. Yeah, I know Daryl. Yes, indeed. Yeah, because Daryl and I used to hang, you know, back in the early moment of truth days. So we knew each other very well. But he gave me a call. He said, listen, Blue Magic is looking for a new lead singer. And they heard some of your stuff. So um, Keith and Wendell would like to talk to you to see if you'd be interested so make a long story short, you know, we had a couple conversations on the phone. I went and met with Wendell and his wife mm -hmm. um, in Queens. And I, I kid you not, I sang for them for about 60 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Listen, exactly. you're high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you fit this suit? You know, I mean, it, it was like that. We were off to the races. So about 10 years between you know, two different Blue Magic groups singing lead for them. Um, you know, that was, you know, it was, it was great. You know, next thing you know, I'm Blue Magic. Um, and now to this day, that signature for me, every place I go, I got to sing Blue Magic. Right. That's true. <laughs> That's true. It's expected. Yes. yes yeah. It is. So, you know, my track record, you know, I, you know, I had a short stint with the dramatics, um, and um, one of the Delphonics groups. And one thing that you don't know is I recently got a call from the Manhattans. And that really? almost, yeah, Gerald, Gerald Austin called me because their first tenor passed away. Yes, he did. That's, uh, what's the name's brother? Okay. Um, I... uh, Tyson's brother, right? Tyson, uh, what's the name from the Temptations? His brother. Right. 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 Uh -huh. right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we got together, you know, we actually did some rehearsing together and some things, but, you know, we wound up not doing it because of, you know, the schedule matchups, my commitments here versus because they're like constantly on the road. Yeah. And, um, you know, the stuff I have going on here, and you know, pay scales and, you know, it's a lot of things that factor into it to determine whether it's going to be the right fit or not. So. Um, you know, I wound up not doing that, but um, we're friends. I really can't. You know what? To be honest with you, man, I can't see you doing that. I, I just, nah, I don't think that's. You know, you're you're not a um, you're not a backup guy. You're not. I you're, knew that's what you was gonna say. You're, 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 you're not that guy. <laughs> you're not that guy to stand in the back and then all. You're not that guy. So God knew what He was doing. You know what I'm saying? 
Real he talk. knew what he was doing. That's not you. Go ahead, brother. Your story. Real talk. Yeah. You know, and it's so funny um, because before the, they got to me, they had Eban. And Eban really? is also, yeah, because, you know, because Eban and Gerald are friends. Yeah. So Eban was doing some some of the hits for them as a fill-in. I, I mean, it was a temporary thing, but he was yeah. doing some of it. And I got a call with this. I got a call actually from Doc, you know, from the yeah. OJs, their musical right. director, because, you right. know, he works with me a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, you know, Gerald wants to talk to you about possibly doing some stuff, you know. All right. So... But that also came up in the conversation and he asked me that, he said, you know, but how would you feel about, you know, doing some background? Cause I know you're a lead singer and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, my ego, you know, it is yeah. what it is, but, but people are used to seeing me singing, you know, as a lead, so. Right. But, you know, like you say, God knew what he was doing. So we wound up kind of not doing it, but um, okay. so here we are. There you are. Yeah. But now you do. I mean, look, you do. You do quite a few other things. You're being very modest here, and uh, it's cool. But you do. You do a Motown review. That's that's that keeps you on the road, man. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, so during, uh, you know, at one point, I, at by now it's got to be about maybe six, seven years ago. Um, I got a phone call from. A um, couple of different people um, asking me if I would be interested in joining this this Motown review. And they were like, this is the biggest Motown review on the East Coast. And, you know, it'd be, you know, great fit, you know, da 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 The The person they had singing tenor, he got sick. Mm. And, um, you know, he couldn't perform anymore. So um, I wound up. You know, I was in touch with Wayne Cobham. He was uh, the musical director for the group. And um, once again, Eban was in the mix. They were talking yeah. to him too. Oh, wow. <laughs> Eban's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, he's a bad boy. Eban, yeah. just, just to just let y'all know, is the uh, stylistics uh, former lead. Bad boy, bad boy. Go ahead, go ahead. He's, he's, he's good. But um, he was in the mix and whatever, for whatever reason, it didn't work out with him and they were back and forth with me and it took us about a year to get together. But once I came down there, I came to a rehearsal and they were like, yeah, you know, we sang a few songs. They're like, yeah, this definitely worked. I've been working with them ever since. And I got to tell you, they work. Oh, yeah. They, people love Motown all over the world. So I do about 40 hits a year. Wow. With them. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, to the point where sometimes I'm happy to get a week off. I know that's right. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> I look at the count, I'm like, okay, I got a week off here, a week off there. And then I could plan to do some other things because they they work like nobody's business, you know? Wow. And it's a wow. blessing. That's but it's a, it's a wonderful, talented group of musicians and singers um they i mean they really get busy they mm. bring it and you've mm. seen the group you know the band, oh, yeah. band is strong and we cover everything from you know temps tops smoke miracles all the smoky stuff marvin gay stevie wonder supremes marvelettes you know diana yeah, the whole thing gladys yeah. knight we're doing it all and um you know it's a really really wonderful show and it's a lot of fun too Mm. 
you know, one thing I could say about, okay, so we talk about the upsides of the business. The upside of the business from my perspective is the music is in your soul. So, you know, there's a joy that's within you to share that gift and, and watch people receive it and the love that they give you back. There's, there's like, you know, it's, it's some kind of, if it, it's orgasmic is the word that comes to my mind. It's very <laughs> orgasmic when that happens, right? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. The downside of it is on the national set, there's a tremendous amount of ego and, uh, you know, crabs in the barrel kind of mentality and stuff. There's stuff mm. that has nothing to do with the music, but it gets in the way. Right. It, it kind of pollutes the relationships. It's, it's not all good energy. So you have to push through a lot of that to get to the stage. Once you get to the stage, it's all, it's, it's a beautiful thing. You know exactly what mm -hmm. I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And that's why so many of these groups disband, you know, and that's why you have several versions of some of these groups. Groups yeah. start having babies because right. they can't get along and people break up and then they start their own group. So you have three of this group, three of that group, two of this, you know, and that's the end result of that. Mm -hmm. So that's the kind of the downside of it but i will say with this motown set is so much love mm. we don't do that you know for whatever reason we've been able to keep that out of it and good, it's just good. all love and it's you know good that is a beautiful thing good good you know i want to ask you a question i want to ask yeah. you a question because you brought up something about all these different groups springing off from the original group yeah. You know, me as a, a promoter, I sit on this side and there's so many, if you have three groups of, say, Blue Magic, you have yeah. three groups of Manhattans or whoever, Temptations, whatever, whoever they are. Yeah. One of the problems that I'm, I'm starting to recognize is that when it comes to now money, now let's talk about promoter paying someone. Yeah. You know, and, and you have different fractions. I think it hurts the original brand because you have so many different fractions, because what happens is, is that if someone has a unit and they started it, right, they branch yeah. out and other people branch out and they do their thing. Promoters now have options. One is going to be cheaper than the other. And then the yeah. other is going to be cheaper than that one. And then that one, the original, the original people are going to feel it. They're going to feel it because they're going to say, well, look, I'm not going to pay you 20000 when I can pay them six or I can pay them three or I can pay them two. You know, right. I think it hurts. It hurts to not think. I know it hurts the brand, the original brand. And I think and, and I can't. And, you know, you made a point of people not getting along and egos. And this is why these groups break up. But at the end of the day, they're hurting themselves. If you took Blue Magic as a as an example. When Richard was still around, all five members were there. Yeah. Why wouldn't they even just do a tour together? You know what that the the the, yeah. the impact of all five original blue members together, blue magic members together, going on tour to a 20-city tour or 26, 30 city tour would have done. And then they can go back to their perspective groups in their lives. What they could not get that together, and that has been proposed. They just couldn't get it together. You know, you, yeah. you, see the, you see the Temptations movie where, 
where, where they went on tour. And <laughs> it was always something going on that stopped that success, man. And I don't understand it. And to me, people say, well, money, money talks and BS walks. That's not always the case because egos get involved and it could be phenomenal money and they still won't come together. What's your thoughts? Yeah. yeah. You know, human nature is, is a tricky thing. And especially, you know, when there's egos in entertainment, because you have to have somewhat of a healthy ego to be a great performer. It, it, it goes hand in hand, but how you manage that ego, you know, you channel it into your performance so that you can be, become bigger than life with your performance, you know, and that's a positive, but when it, when it pollutes your personality, then, you know, it's not so nice, you know, yeah. and when you, when you try to, you know, like overpower other people with it and things like that, it's not so nice. So I think you're 1000% correct that multiple groups, it dilutes the brand. It absolutely dilutes the brand. And then also because some of the groups are not that good. <laughs> yeah, I'm just being honest. Oh. Some of the, I'm oh. saying some of the off, you know, the off strings, you know, the groups break up and then, so you have the real thing and then you have somebody to put something together and it might be, you know, it might be suspect. But they you're not throwing any shade. You're not throwing any shade. I think you're saying something that's really, really accurate. And this is where owning the craft comes into play because yeah. just because you've been singing two years doesn't make you a seasoned uh, a singer. There's nuances to this. There's, there's a movement that needs to happen. Yes. And I think what you said, there is a amount of cockiness, not cockiness, there is amount of confidence. That's the word I want. There is amount of confidence that you have to have as a singer. But I also think that you need to know to have certain people around you. You can't have a whole bunch of yes people around you. You got to know who's in your camp so that you can build. And that's part of the problem. Yeah. When you know the source of with the, if I say to you, blah, 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 and you're like, I don't know that chick from a can of paint, you're not going to receive it. But if Les says something to you, you may be able to receive it. There's certain things that need to just be said. So no, you're not surrounding yourself with yes people. And you do self-evaluation to check yourself. You've been singing for how many years? Oh, my God. Do I really need to tell it? No, <laughs> no because you... you no, I've, been, I've been doing this for about 50 years. Easily. So what I'm saying is that yeah. doing wow. it for 50 years and doing it and having a strong voice, because I'm going to tell you something, to sing for two hours, <laughs> my back is wet. Okay. And people think you have to be yeah. an athlete almost. You have to be an athlete to sing for two hours or two hours and a half. That yeah. takes work. Then you have to train your hearing in such a way that you hear the person and you maybe only get to rehearsals with someone and then you have to be able to say, okay, let me hold my note. That takes some skill set. People think yeah. that they get up there and sing. And I, I have to say this, not everybody that is a lead singer can sing background and not everyone that's background should see, see uh, sing lead. That's a fact. Your gift obviously makes, makes room for you. When you walk in a room, people know who you are based on your tone, 
your personality and your energy. So thank you for being consistent 25 plus 25 years <laughs> in the industry. That's how I break it down so you don't feel some kind of way. You know, <laughs> being in the industry, showing someone <clears throat> excellence is because the part that I feel that's in the music industry that's destroying it is that people don't have respect for the craft. Mm. That is so very true. Um, you need, it is important to, to be great at anything. You need to be fundamentally sound. You know, if it, like if you talk to a, a Michael Jordan or Kobe right. Bryant, you know, rest in peace or any of the greats, they were fundamentally sound and then they excelled, but they, they had the fundamentals. So, you know, what you were talking about, about having a, a solid ear, to be able to, to hold a note in a harmony or in the background, you know, to be able to do that. And then also the, you know, to be able to, to be a lead singer and having the endurance, what you were talking about is the vocal endurance. You know, it's one thing to sing a song. It's another thing to do a, a an hour set, 45 minute set, hour set, you know, whatever the thing is. And to be able to, you know, to do all of that singing and hold, the attention of your audience. You know, I, I talked about this before when I was singing Leave All of These Groups and, and you know, one of the things that I said was, I love singing with these groups. I love it, I love it, I love it. I can't tell you how much I love it because, you know, the chemistry of the harmonies and the choreography, you know, it's a beautiful thing, but I don't need it. I don't, I don't have to have a group to go out there and do what I do. I'm, right. I'm perfectly capable and comfortable going out as a soloist and, and just doing Ivory Bell. Right. Let me answer and, this. You know, yeah. Um, being you spoke about that, the groups would have you. I've seen you with the groups. I've seen you by yourself. And yeah. you're, you're, you're exactly correct. Um, one of the reasons why I called on you for this particular October 29th event is for that very reason. You mm -hmm. know, um, people want the classic soul, but we didn't want to go out and get a group. Mm -hmm. When someone like yourself is very capable of bringing that same energy by yourself and doing a, a, a more than commendable job at it, because you, you can do it all by yourself because, you know, I've hired you before and, and, and watch you work. You doing all the moves. It is like, it's like four yards up there anyway. So what the hell? You know what I'm saying? He spit it and, and, and the whole nine, you know? So, you know, that's, 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 that's what you call when you're talking about, when you're talking about Kobe Bryant and 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 Michael Jordan, they were in the gym earlier than everyone else. They stayed later than everyone yes, else. Yes, sir. Yes, they yeah. had an arrogance about them. They were called assholes at some point in time in their <laughs> in their careers by others. But the fact is, is that's what made them great. And and yeah. and if you attribute that to your own, every one of us, you mm -hmm. want to be great at something. You have to you have to go beyond the normal to be. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about this the is work. Something, that's right. Yeah. And this is something that I've been thinking about. I want to be honestly speaking. I want this to be this music thing. I'm going to take this on as my main career moving forward. And I made that decision. Right. I want to I don't have to be number one, but I want to be in that in that number. 
I want to be the best promoter, put on the best shows. I want to have the, the, the best integrity. I want to treat people the best. And I want to be someone that my word is my bond when I do something. I might, you might say this guy is stern. He's this, he's that. But you know what? At the end of the day, you're going to get a fair shake straight up and down. You're not going to get no bullshit. You're going to get it and you're going and it's going to be a buck. It's going to be what it is. Right. That's what, and I want to be able to say that I rose as far as I allowed myself to go. See what I'm saying? Because we only limit ourselves by ourselves. Nobody limits you. Real, you limit yourself. Tough. You yeah. limit yourself. There's nothing that you tough. can't achieve out here. There's that's nothing that tough. can't be done if we apply ourselves. And this yeah. is how I talk to myself every day. When I get out that bed in the morning, the first thing I do is I say, thank you, God, for another day. New day, yeah. new opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and instead of crying about it, I try to do something about it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I see that in what you're doing, you know, you don't have to be a, a superstar to be successful. You see what I'm right. saying? You don't have to be a superstar to be successful. If you sing and you enjoy doing this and you're being paid for something that you love to do, then to me, hey, you are hey, success. that's the win right there. You are you, success. I'm so glad that you said that because I think the the babies, and I'm calling them babies because I'm 21. Um, I think what happens is that people equate success with being a uh, Beyonce. Let's just, I'm using a, a, but successful, successful to me is when I look at an Evelyn Champagne King and she's still, and her voice is still the same. Successful to me is when I see a Stephanie Mills and she's still doing it. Successful to me is that you're still in the game. Now, I don't know if Beyonce 50 years, I'm saying 50 years, I don't know if 30 years from now, she'll still be able to um, drop it like it's hot because I'm like 21 and I can only drop it like it's lukewarm. And and I take my vitamins and I do my stretches. But what I'm saying is that longevity has to be the mindset. Like if I take care of myself, if my energy is good, if I'm good to the people in the business, because the same people that you meet going up, same people you meet down. And and it really is a small world. Music world, for whatever reason, is a small world. Yeah, true, true, true. But, but, you know, just to tie into some of what you were saying, this just, just so much that goes into it. And, you know, it's being fundamentally sound. There's, mm-hmm. there's taking care of yourself. You know, you just did like this, and you, yeah. So <laughs> that was a your, your your physical gesture. Is it made a point because you have to know how to care for your voice. It's a muscle. You know, we t- I talk about that on a lot of shows. I'm like, like I can't take this and put it in a case. And, and, and go home with it. You know what I'm saying? This is a muscle. So this has to do with your lifestyle, you know, how much rest you get, you know, what you intake, all of that stuff has to do with how well you're able to perform with something like this. Mm. So, and, and all of that comes with knowledge. It comes over time, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. You know what? Um, yeah. But can I, but before you say something else, I'm going to take a second and I'm going to blow your home. Good. Minute. Go ahead. Because, you know, we've known each other for a number of double digit years and we've done a lot of a lot of things together. You know, I've done a lot of shows with you and um, I've done it with groups. I've done it with as a solo solo artist and things. And one thing that I like about you 
and because we, we, we don't just work together, but we've become friends, um, is, you know, when you say, when you call on me, you know, the answer is yes. You know, it's usually it's, it's zero hesitation. If, if I'm not booked or whatever, yeah, okay, I got you. And we don't even have to go through all the details anymore. Right, we're just right. like, okay, here's what it is. Well, okay, fine. I'm not worried about the rest right, right, because right. I know who you are and I know everything's going to be solid. Thank you. So I don't have to, a lot of the questions are, are, are not even questions, but I, I watch you grow in the business. You know, I watch you stay active. I've watched you expand, you know, not just doing shows, but also creating music. I've watched you open opportunities for, you know, up and coming artists that are trying to grow. I've watched you do Thank all you. of those things. So I just Thank want you. to say kudos to you, brother, because Thank you man. stay that, busy. Man. Um, I, I see you as an innovator. Thank you, brother. I've seen you do shows on all kinds of different levels. I've seen you do big, small, medium, you know, whatever it is. But, you know, it's a, it's a mixed bag. And, um, you know. Thank you, brother. It, I appreciate it, you, that. Man. You do it. You you keep doing what you're doing because you're doing it Thank very you. well. Thank you very Good much, brother. Thank you very much. And I yeah. wanted to now ask you um, two things. Number one, yeah. give me give me the highlight of your career, man. I know there's been many, but what's that one thing that stands out? I asked Malika that. What's the one thing that really blew your mind or has blown your well, mind? Well, you know, the first time you hear yourself on the radio, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. on mainstream radio, the first time you hear yourself on mainstream radio and it's a hit record, you know, that's that's a high. It's hard to top that. Um, the first time you play major venue, like the first time I played Madison Square Garden. Wow. And, you know, wow. with uh, a record that's high on the charts and people are just, you know, going nuts and they know all your lyrics and they're singing it wow. back to you and stuff like that. That's that's an ultimate high. I'm tell you, recently um, we did a tour in Germany. Right. Um, I put Moment of Truth back on the stage and went to Germany. And I got to tell you, the, the love and appreciation that the people over there have for the music is something really, really special. It's, I felt like one of the Beatles over there, son. They are seriously, seriously in love with the music, you know. And over there, vinyl they're still in the vinyl. So they show up at the meet and greet. They have all the albums, the vinyl albums, you know, wow. from Stein and stuff. And, you know, it's just a sea of, you know, thousands and thousands of people. And wow. they're just so wow, excited about the music, man. And it's, it's, it's really something special. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. Um, how did that show come about? Who else was on the show with you in Germany? Cause I saw a couple of names that I, that I recognized. Yeah, the Blackbirds were on Black, there. Really? Okay. Yeah, the Blackbirds were on there. Um, Danny Clay. Danny Clay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Danny Clay. You know Danny Clay. He said, you know, they, they're calling him the closest thing you get to the, the, the Luther Vandross. Right. Thing. That's the, his show is the Luther Vandross experience. Right. He's right. close. You know, he's yeah. he, he, he can sing it. He can yeah. sing it. He was on there. And they had another guy. Man, I can't remember his name, but he's like the German Bruno Mars. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's second the Deutsch. Second the Deutsch. He's on the white gold. 
but he's a big deal over there, you know. So, really? Wow. Yeah, we had them, and it, it was just really, it was a, it was a really special trip, man. Wow, that's crazy. Now, your music has allowed you to travel all over the world. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. Different backgrounds, different races, creeds, religions, all of that. That's really a blessing. You yeah. talked the fact that you did um, gospel music, and I don't, I don't want to compare. But which do you have a favorite of out of the two, gospel, or they're both your hearts? I mean, I love all good music. Um, what got really got me seriously singing gospel music is I met a pastor and he turned me on to the wine is the mm -hmm. wine is. And when I started listening to him, I'm like, this is like the OJs with a gospel message. Mm. You, you know, <laughs> it's like, and, and I fell in love with it. And I just started singing it more and more and more. And then I started listening to different artists, John P. Key and, you know, different people. I'm like, wow, you know, why didn't I start doing this earlier? You know, mm -hmm. but, you know, I also, that's another point. I also put together a gospel entourage and I did some, a few concerts and that was something really special. Oh my God, I'm going to do I it again. That. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. I put together now, do you like, play like, an instrument? You play an instrument. I play a little bit of keyboard, just enough to write. But mm -hmm. I don't consider myself a full-blown musician. Um, I don't play in the band kind of thing, but just enough to, to find the notes to write my songs. You know, I, I do that. And I have a really nice piano downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> what kind do you have? Uh, what, what do I have? I paid a lot of money for it too. <laughs> I paid like ten grand for that piano. Oh, you I have a, what it you, is, you have a piano, piano, not a synthesizer. Or oh no, no, I have he's a got a real piano. Got a nice, uh, nice piano. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Yeah, but I love all that. Yeah, I mean, I love the gospel, and I and I, it's different. It's something different. But you know, one of the things that stands out for me that's different about gospel is, is that the substance, mm -hmm. you know, of what you're singing about and the substance of what you're singing about. And because when you're singing gospel, you're singing about love, you're singing about God's love, you're singing about spiritual awareness, you're, mm -hmm. sing, you're singing about perseverance and, and, and coming through. You're singing about all of these things and it makes, the message in on the other side seemed trivial. I mean, I, I really uh, had that thought. I'm like, okay, I'm singing about the now. I'm just singing about, you know, oh, the first time, you know, especially yeah. the young people stuff is, yeah. you know, the message is like, oh, baby, you know, yeah. what no, time you going home, you know, <laughs> you know, you know I, what I'm saying. What you're saying because I came from church first, so singing circular music out loud in front of people was way different than being in front of and singing praise songs or, yeah. you know, uh, leading praise and worship. It's a whole different experience. I feel that it's more intimate, but now that my mindset is shift, when you're blessing people, <laughs> he takes the the, 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 the silly things to, to, to utilize your gifts and whatnot. Yeah. And um, I've been places, I, I've been in a, in a club and somebody said, can you pray for me? 
I'm like, we just finished singing. I was shaking my thing. But when they know who you are, they know who you are. And the thing is, whenever you're singing, you're going to bless people. And they may not say hallelujah, but that's a gift that God gave you. So it is a hallelujah. That's your spirit speaking. That spirit yeah. man speaks very, very loud. And the spirit will recognize the spirit. Mm -hmm. and yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. I can't wait to see you on October uh, uh, 29th, right? No, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. 29th. October 29th. Yeah. I know that you're going to be finer than frog hair, sharper <laughs> than a pack. I know that you're going to come in here and sing. That's S-A-N-N-G-G-G-G. -G -G -G. And all of that. And I can't wait to meet you and hug your neck in person. You go. Well, I look forward to meeting you too. I know we're going to have a good time. We always yeah. do. Absolutely. Now, are you performing anywhere else before that or after that? Yeah, I'm going to Aruba um, for a week and um, going to be at a resort. And then we're going to stay and have a little vacation while we're there. Nice. <laughs> we're not going to just perform and come right back. <laughs> we're going to hang out and have some fun. And then... Um, I'm doing um, Hunterton Hills Playhouse. That is the 26th and the 27th, I believe, of October. Yeah, it's the 26th and the 27th. Uh, it's a two-day engagement. And then right behind that, then I'm coming to uh, Bronx, New York. There you go, the Boogie Down. Hang out with you guys. Both of y'all going to be in the Boogie Down, Malika Moe, I Rebel, Allure, and then we got the young man, Boogie Black. He's going to get the party started, man. We're going to have a good time up there. And I'm celebrating celebrating my birthday, man, which is yeah. super important, man. Super right. You're going to be 35. That's right. Again. I mean, oh, yeah, for the first time. Yeah, 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 right, right, right. Again right. and again. again. Yeah. Forever now, 35. I want to make sure that our audience, they, if, they, if they need to get in contact with you, what are the platforms? You know, what are, what are what, how can they get in contact with you? Well, go to my website. You know, ivrybell.com. Boom. There it is. Simple um, as that. You go to my website, I-V-E-R-Y-B-E-L-L.com. And, um, you know, contact uh, uh, methods are there. The music is there. People want to purchase the music. They can get it there. I'm also on Amazon. Anybody wants to go to Amazon and get the music and stuff like that. Okay. Um, you know what, too? On, on the music side, how many how many tracks have you have you solo have you cut on solo tip how many singles have you put out because uh you got a lot on youtube that i've seen you know when was the latest what was the last one you did because i know you and doc did a couple of things and it's really really good stuff man tell us about that yeah so i the last album i put out was was ivory bell sings motown with friends mm. um because it was such a high demand for it because i was doing all these motown shows with the motown review and people like you know can i you know, get a, is there any, any of this recorded? You know, it's like, you know what? I got to do a Motown record. So mm -hmm. that's what I did. I did a, you know, really nice Motown record. And I had a few guest artists come on, you know, some girls and do some duets and some, some things like that. Um, but I must have about, I don't know, 40 videos. <laughs> that's on YouTube. Um, and, so many of those tracks i mean it's got to be maybe a good 40 something 50 songs you know classic r&b stuff motown stuff gospel things there's you know there's a lot of things there and i'm going to tell you something 
sometimes I go, I Google myself and um, I'm so surprised of what comes up because there's so many platforms that I didn't necessarily authorize right. that have my music. They got right. it up the kazoo. It's, a, it's like, well, what is this? Well, when did this happen? What is that? And they, they you know, once you, that's the, you know, the internet pros and cons. It's a beautiful thing because the internet, you can reach anyone, anywhere in the world. The con is the same thing. Your music can grow legs and be any place in the world and you don't necessarily have to have anything to do with it. Right. Hey, listen, you may hold not on. see a nickel. Hold no. on for one minute. I want to play this. I want to play this song that um, it's one of the songs that you recorded. This is you by yes. yourself. And okay. it's, uh, it's a dope song, man. I want you all to hear this. It's called uh, I'm not going to tell you what it's called. I'm just going to want you to listen. All right. So check this out. Oh, how happy 
Both of y'all, man, you were leaking more with y'all too much, man. I'm, uh, I'm sick of y'all singers already. Got great job, nice man. That's that's smooth. That's that. Yeah. That's that. That's that thing, man. You know, your tattletale. Come on, man. We- Yo, I can't. I, I can't hate on him, man. He sounds good. You know, I I I I, I love those moments. Uh, AKA Ray Goodman oh, Brown. Man. Yes, indeed. Harry Ray. Harry you know? Ray was the man. Yep. 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 To the wizard. Is yep. the wizard still with us? Wizard, where are you, man? I think the wizard has left Uh-oh. the building. Oh, no, 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 no. There he is. Oh, the wizard's still no, there. No, no. <laughs> I'm just swooning over the music, and I just had to, you know, get my uh, tissue out. And <laughs> what is that? The tracks of my tears, right? <laughs> there you, you know? go, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, you got a lot of a lot of joints on um, a lot of songs on on uh, on YouTube. I was checking it out. I was I was really impressed with. Uh, the gospel with the with, I think it was three guys with you or two guys with you, you all you had white on, man. That was y'all ever get up? What what was the name of that? Uh, how can we find that, man? If y'all ever get opportunity, listen to that, man. They they harmony. You talking about some harmony on the gospel tip? Yeah, fire, man. I, mean, I gotta tell you, you know, I handpicked all of the singers to participate in that. And um, it was such a, a great group of talented singers and the energy, just the, the spiritual energy was so strong. Um, it was just love in the room. You know, every time we got together, I had the rehearsals here at my house. I had, um, you know, Doc from the OJs. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hired him as the musical director mm-hmm. for the whole uh, project. And, um, we just had so much fun, man. We had so much love and people were so moved by it. You know, we, we booked um, a week engagement at Hunterton Hills Playhouse. This is the same place that I'm playing um, a couple of days before doing your show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great venue in Jersey. And they came, they come by the bus loads. You know, people, <laughs> they, they chartered buses and they come by the bus loads and they just sell out. You know, the place is just completely packed out and they really come and enjoy the music. But um nice, you know, that that gospel, um, that my gospel entourage is something special. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to putting it back together. They call me all the time, like, when are we doing it again? When are we gonna do another one? I'm like, just give me a little bit of room. I'm gonna put that back on. I'm gonna put nice. it back together. Nice, man. Nice. So, yeah. Very nice. Well, keep us posted and let us know yeah. mm-hmm. so that we can uh, support that. Absolutely. 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 I've got an idea. I got a couple of ideas too, man. You know, um, my girl Malika Mo here, man, very special to us. And um mm-hmm. just just keep her in mind, man. Keep her in mind for things coming up. If if any fits that you see, man, she she's ready. She deserves it. I want to put her in a in a in a in a place where she needs to be. Anything I can do to help her, we can do to help her. I I really, really want to do that really want to do that, you know, um, as well as, you know, any shows that, um, that I have, she's going to always be on them, you know, and she has a killer band and they, and they just do their thing, man. I like to make records for people that they say are uh, too old, but you know, what we know is BS. I like to make records for those that never had a record made before, 
You know, mm-hmm. uh, that's what Ray James and I like to do. That's why we started this label. It wasn't about the young people. It was just about people that could sing, that had talent. And that's that's what it's really about. You know, this, this whole age thing is a problem. You got to be 20 years old and, and look in a certain way in order. No, they, half of them can't sing. You look at some of those verses, you find out some of those guys can't even sing. They, they're studio musicians, you know. So we Real wanna, talk. Yeah, yeah, you know. Real we talk. Wanna, we want to give opportunity to those. You know, imagine, imagine all of the people that passed 40. They, they don't just stop being able to sing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they change they change the way they physically look, but they can still they can still blow. <laughs> and they need to have that 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 place and platform, not just put up a video, you know, put a record out, be on on the radio, you know. And let me tell you too, uh Ivory, we've uh we're launching our own internet radio station for that very mm-hmm. purpose as well. And that will be launched within the next three weeks. You'll see that Fresh Nation Radio. We're doing nice. that. And uh, nice. we're going to play people independent artist music. We're going to make that because I've I've taken the idea to other people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody's oh you know I want to get I want to get listeners. You get listeners by giving people something new and different, not the same songs over and over thirty times in a row. Mm. Give them something new, something different. Yeah. Independent artists that have great music that have never been heard, like you said. Right. There's people can sing. It's not about who can sing. You can find singers. Singers is. They're out here. There's people that are blow blow brand name people away, but they don't that's have right. the opportunity, man. They just don't have the opportunity, and that's yeah. what we're all about: opportunity, new day, opportunity, new opportunity. You know, so that is that very being, true. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And one yeah. other thing I'm going to mm-hmm. add to that, I'm, you know, I learned a long time ago that a a key component to success is also how you manage your relationships. Absolutely. You know, yeah, because if you go around pissing people off and, um, you know, you don't respect people and people don't respect you, good luck trying to be successful, you know, because everybody needs support. That's right. right. I understand what I'm saying. So, you know, you have to give respect in order to get it. Um, your word is super important. You know, you need to be dependable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of things, you know, but you need to manage your relationships, you know, because that's super important. That opens doors. You know, it's mm-hmm. not just talent. And then, you know, how you manage your business and, you know, your bookings and being diligent about following up. It's a lot of things that go into it. So you have to have somewhat of a business head as well. You know, Indeed. it's super important. And if you don't make sure that you get a team of people that work with you because nobody can do this by themselves. That's right. You really need a team of people. If you're an artist and you don't really understand or you don't have the time to take care of the, the, the business of music, then yeah. get some people that you trust and surround yourself with smart people, surround themselves with other smart people. Facts, rich people surround yourself. With exactly. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there it is. That's, that's where it's at. But listen, we're going to, we're going to close out now. Um, yeah. Once again, Malika, tell us where, People can find you. You have a new website. Spell that out. Your Facebook pages. Let us know where people can get in contact with you. And then Ivory, after her, please do the same thing. And then we're going to close this out. It's been a great, great interview. And I'm I'm, I'm very, very appreciative of both of y'all coming on. Go ahead, Thanks Malika. for having me. So you can reach me at Malika, M-A-L-I-K-A-M-O-E-N-T dot net. That's my new website. And uh, no, you can always catch me with fresh entertainment. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so 
so you can reach me there. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the 29th. I'm really looking forward to the 29th. And I want all the singers, musicians, uh, comedians, come on out on the 2nd or tomorrow. We will be at Harlem Comedy Club on 117th Street. Come on out. We're trying to make this a very good place to come, a comfortable place and a place that everybody just wants to be at. So hopefully yeah. that'll work out for us. There you go. Okay. I race on you, brother. Closing. Awesome. Party. So yeah, um, I can be reached at, um, on my website, ivorybell.com, I-V-E-R-Y-B-E-L-L.com. Um, and, you know, feel free to go to, go to YouTube put in my name and you'll see a gazillion videos <laughs> and a lot of music is, is there. And, you know, while I'm, while I'm talking, I just want to say thank you to um, everyone who has supported me all these years, you know, in my different endeavors, you know, with the different groups, with moment of truth, with blue magic, with, you know, my solo career with uh, Motown and all of the things that I've done you know, sincerely, I take nothing for granted um, because, you know, everything is a blessing. So I appreciate each and every one of you and just just thank you from the heart. There you go. Ms. Casuelo Pope, where can, where can you be reached and let people uh, know where they can find you as well? You can always catch me at the uh, on the radio show. Which <laughs> <is> hey. <laughs> More so than that, I'm around. I'm on Facebook. Um, my also name is I am Consuela Pope at Gmail. You can reach me there. Facebook is Patricia uh, Consuela Patricia Pope. And um, I want to see everybody in Lolly Dottie on this coming Sunday. And I'll make sure that I'll take a picture and I'll hug your neck. You know, COVID, I have hand sanitizer and like wipes and stuff like that. And we can hug. Okay. Uh, I just want to say to our two special guests, Continue to make music, continue to allow God to bless you with your gifts and continue to have integrity in your music ship. Thank you so much for being our guest on today. And thank you for sharing the gift of music with the world. Thank you. There you go. Brother Tattletail. (laughs) I'm waiting for this, waiting for this. (laughs) 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 All right. Um, I'm going to be returning to the comic strip. Uh, that's the world famous comic strip. That's on Second uh, Avenue between 81st and 82nd Streets. I'll be there on Saturday, October 8th. Um, that's a five o'clock show. Uh, only fifteen dollars. Don't cost you a lot of money. Fifteen dollars. Come on out. All right, we'll have a good time. All right, we'll come support that. That's for sure. Uh, the Wizard, uh, Ray, you're doing some things. Give yourself a plug in what you're up to. I see you doing a couple of things. What's going on with you? Well, right now I'm uh, consulting, if you will, for lack of a better term, uh, Don Welsh. You know Don. Mm-hmm. He's been around a long time as a DJ, uh, <clears throat> many years. He's done shows. He's worked with us on a benefit we did for Colonel Agrams. You remember that? That was a good show. Right, right. In any event, he, uh, he took, he communicated uh, with the powers to be to do a so-called lack of a better term house version of the ivory uh, uh, black ivory uh, uh, song uh, turn around which was their number one r&b hit back in the day 
and he's transformed it into a dance house record. He just put out a dub version. Uh, right now on the Soul Buzz chart in England, it's the number one pick of the uh, week amongst 20 records. And uh, it's uh, beginning to make some noise. I predict some uh, big things for this uh, record overseas. Uh, Ivory was just talking about the reception that the Germans and in fact, the Europeans at large love this uh, R&B music. It's just un unbelievable. They have a fervor and a commitment and a passion for R&B. Uh, you know, that was Leroy Burgess was telling us when he was over there, uh, just in Norway recently. The, the response was like I was saying. He felt uh, he, if he thought he was uh, part of the Beatles, Leroy thought he was Mick Jagger. Okay, and, uh, <laughs> uh, so that record is doing well uh, for him. And then I've got a group that has over four, nearly fourteen thousand members. A Facebook group called the History of Dance Music, and it's very popular and it does real well. It, it gives narratives of the uh, you know the dance music pioneers of the era, and if you will. And uh, then, of course, I'm busily promoting uh, the fresh entertainment shows of the big show that's coming up in the Bronx uh, on the 29th at Co-op. And uh, uh, I anticipate a real sellout for that show. We have a great history. Fresh entertainment has a long history with the shows at Co-op. And they've done a million dollar rehab in that facility, Ivory and, and uh, uh, Malika Mo are going to love the look of this facility. It's brand new. It's got all state-of-the-art, if you will, stage and sound and lighting. Right, LJ? That's right. That's right. It's going to so, be phenomenal. Uh, we're keeping busy, and then we're, we're about to promote. Uh, uh, LJ is about to, uh, what should I say, LJ and the team, we're about to launch a radio station, our own platform, uh, Fresh Nation Radio, right, LJ? That's right. Fresh Nation Radio will be coming. I'm talking away. about. That's right. Yeah. Coming away. So you take the bull by the horns and do your own thing. You know what I'm saying? And uh, be the master of your own fate because that's that's what it is. And it's not because you know, like sometimes when you ask people to do things and they don't do them the way you want to, then you know what? You get out and do it yourself. If right. you're capable of doing it. Yeah. We're we're grown. I don't have time to be sitting around waiting five and ten years to try to get it done. I gotta get it done now. That's right. We'll be launching about. that we'll be launching that platform yeah. shortly. Yeah. And uh we'll have all kinds of programming twenty four seven. That's fact, right. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, you've been doing some pilot programming on the on yeah. the link already, right? Yeah, yeah. It's okay. you know, I'm I'm sitting there like a kid in a candy factory, man. I'm programming <laughs> this this station. This station runs 24 hours. I've got some links up just to test it out to see what it's like. I have an app getting ready to come out. The app is almost ready. I say within a week, the app will be there. It'll be on Google Play. It'll be on uh, Apple, uh, the Apple Store. It'll be on Google Play, uh, the Google Play Store very shortly. Um, well, Russ, what are you not doing? I mean, are you not busy? Oh uh, man, you look. Let, yo, you know Ray. Ray can tell you this is nothing. I've calmed down. I've calmed yeah. down. You know, there was a time we was running three businesses at one time. You know, so right. now I'm going to concentrate um, on on the music and well, there's some other things coming along, but <laughs> I'm not going to speak on that. But I stay busy. I have to because I'm a well, serial. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I'm a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> I might go to jail for being a serial <laughs> entrepreneur. 
Listen, I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for us because I know that the community wins from Pope Nation. That's right. That's right. (laughs) To to this nation, we taking over the world. And that's why we have to have that mindset. We're taking over the world, baby. We're outside. Hello. That's right. That's right. Stay on the grind. Stay on the grind. So with that being said, I want to thank each and every one of you for once again participating in the Let's Boogie one-on-one show right here on the Fever 101.5 WPVT. Check it out, y'all. Peace. We outside. The Fever. Fever 101.5. Have a good weekend, everybody. Thanks for listening. That's right. We'll see you next Saturday. Good night. Good morning. Good afternoon. <laughs> wherever you might wherever wherever you might be around the world. That's right. We'll see you. Okay, y'all. <laughs>